What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Pieces of the Puzzle with Ashley Escobar. So this week, I'm going to be talking about FOMO, which is the acronym from Fear of Missing Out. I know with it being summertime, it's really easy to really experience FOMO, and I just wanted to briefly touch upon my experience with dealing with it. Um, And it's honestly quite funny because I have two very different perspectives when it comes to FOMO. Like, it's the side of me that really takes it personally when I'm not invited or when I see my friends out doing stuff. And then there's a side of me that's like, I don't care. Like, thank God. Like, I love being alone. So I've, I definitely have two very distinct ways of dealing with it. It, it really just depends on the day and on the moment. But I did just want to talk about that this week because why not? So quick life update. Let's see. Um, So since our last video, I went to Cornell. My younger sister is currently touring colleges right now. So we went to go um, tour Cornell last Friday. And while we were there, we went to Buttermilk Falls, which is like a state water park or not water park, a state um, like hiking park type of thing and there was also a waterfall that you can swim in but unfortunately due to last week's really really terrible heat wave um the lake state park is currently experiencing a drought so when we got there it was like not what we were expecting and it totally would have been 10 times better if there had been enough water but you know we went for the experience and it was fun um besides of course the three and a half to four hour drive to get to Ithaca New York but aside from that it was fun Um, and also I have family visiting from Kentucky this week, so we've just been spending time with them and my younger cousins that are up here in Connecticut, and it's just really been like a low-key type of week since last week's episode. The only really big thing that has happened was... (laughs) So I know last week I kind of talked about getting over fears and how you can never really prepare to, I think I gave the example of like you can never really prepare to jump out of a plane or, and stuff like that. So um, I had the spontaneous idea of going cliff jumping on Sunday because a family member of mine had posted that she was at like this quarry sometime last week and I asked her like oh my god this is so cool like where is it um, and it ended up being somewhere in Massachusetts that's only an hour and a half away from the town that I live in so I got a group of friends together it was like um it was Devin Devin's brother my friend Alyssa my friend Beatrice our other friend Ariana and then Beatrice's brother Nick came along and then the best part was we were also able to bring Zoe which is Devin's I want to say six or seventh month old. I don't know. She's gotten so big, but like sometimes I honestly forget she's a puppy because now she's 30 pounds. She's like a big old chunkster. But yeah, so we went cliff jumping and long story short, I got convinced to jump off a 30 foot cliff and it was very, very, very spontaneous, very in the moment that when I jumped off, I was like, okay. And then it kind of hit me because everyone always says you have to like pencil dive into the water. And I started out in that formation, but then I think in the midst of falling, it hit me like, oh my God, I'm actually like, I just jumped off a cliff right now. Um, And I got really, really scared. So I, I like essentially belly flopped to the water but like on my butt like I instead of staying like pencil straight I like 
sat down like in a sitting down motion so the way that I landed I like smack the water with my butt um so yeah it really it caught it induced a panic attack in me I came up from the water and I was just like in shock I couldn't believe I was alive I started swimming towards Devin and the minute that Devin like wrapped his arms around me I just started breaking down because I was like oh my god and all my friends are like are you okay and I'm just like <laughs> yeah and I'm like breathing really hard and like even to this day like this week I've just been having like a lot of chest pain I definitely 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 got the absolute wind knocked out of me um so yeah now because of my fail at cliff jumping I have a an enormous enormous bruise that just runs down from my from my butt down to like <laughs> my mid hammy area and it looks so bad and it hurts every time I like move it but you know what battle scars and it'll definitely be something I always remember but 10 out of 10 experience I would definitely do it again you may think I'm crazy but I would literally do it again like I told Devin we need to come back next weekend and do it again <laughs> but yeah all right sorry for this really 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 super long intro so let's get into today's episode so I guess my inspiration around this week's topic was I was working Saturday night and I had to sit, which basically means, so like I work at a hospital and when you have to sit, it's like a one-on-one -on -one type of um, visit with a patient and it, they could either be like a patient that may want to hurt themselves or who's just having a lot of like psychological issues or it could even be something as like it's just like a safety attendant like the that specific patient may be pulling off their O2 mask or pulling out some NG tube so sitting essentially is like you are just one-on-one -on -one with the person to make sure that they're staying safe so I got stuck doing that on Saturday and usually I don't mind doing it at all it's honestly a break from the usual mess that I have to put up with um, don't get me wrong I love my job but it's it definitely really really takes a toll on your body I work as a PCT at the hospital and it's just a lot of work but I wouldn't I honestly love it like I feel like I'm definitely being prepared for um, my future career I want to be a PA so I feel like I'm learning a lot and I'm just grateful for the experience but anyway so I had all this time my eight-hour shift just kind of sitting there with the patient that I was scrolling through Pinterest just trying to find um, some inspo and like some cool pictures because I wanted to like revamp my iPad homepage and like add all the cool widgets and stuff and I came across a Pinterest post that touched briefly upon FOMO and it had said you need to learn to be okay with not being invited, included, or considered. And that really spoke volumes to me. And so that was my inspiration about this week's topic. And after I saw that post, it led to me reading through the comments of everybody else that had seen the post and decided to leave um, like their experience about it. And it, it really just seemed to be a topic that a lot, like a universal thing that many, many people struggle with, but not really many people um, talk about it. You know, like I feel like a lot of us experience FOMO on a daily basis, but it's not something that we openly share um, because, again, there's just so much stigma around people knowing that you're struggling. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about it this week. Talking about FOMO and which is basically like 
um, the part of me that really experiences and gets down when I see other people having these super cool experiences that I feel in turn I should be having. And then the second part of this podcast, I'm going to talk about hint, which is this new term that's going around, which is basically like the reverse of FOMO. It stands for happy I'm not there. And it's like the other half of me that it's like when I see people out and about super late partying and stuff like that, I'm like, Oh my god, I'm so glad I'm laying in bed and getting rest right now. So we're going to start with, I guess, like the negative aspects, but then also switch to the positive because not only is it important to see things from two different perspectives, but I think also hearing it from my experience will also be like good for people because I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I genuinely love hearing about other people's experiences when it comes to issues that um, I've struggled with. It just makes me feel more human and I think we need a lot more of that in today's society. So what I actually found most interesting about FOMO was I was just kind of scrolling online, just trying to gather my thoughts um, about this topic and you know like FOMO isn't something that's relatively new to society like it's been around for centuries like it's something that people have always struggled with like I mentioned previously but it's just like never really covered um so I had came across this research journal that talked about how obviously I wasn't surprised by its findings, but that it found that the fear of missing out was linked to greater smartphone and social media usage, and it actually wasn't linked to age or gender, which I never really thought age or gender had much to do with one's personal experience with FOMA. I've always just kind of known it's had to do with social media. So it was nice to get like some sort of confirmation on that. But I definitely agree with those research findings because social media is just such a dangerous place. Like it has its positive and its negative aspects. And I feel like it's like different on a case by case basis. But like I know like in my life, I am definitely one where like my social media use just leads to comparison and if anything just like intensifies my fear of missing out um like being able to see what my friends and my peers are experiencing in turn makes me feel like i'm not doing enough in my life but i also feel like fomo can contribute to peer pressure and like other riskier behaviors so like any other topic that I've talked about here, it definitely has its pros and cons, which is why I want to share both aspects of it. But yeah, so to just give a little background on when I first realized what I was experiencing as FOMO. So I know I've like touched briefly upon what it was like growing up in my household you know, I had a very loving family, very loving mom. I was never really close with my dad, so that's another topic for another day. But, um, so my mom was basically, like, she played the roles of both parents. Like, my dad was here, but not really involved, you know. Again, another issue for another day. Um, so my mom was definitely strict growing up. She definitely kept us on a leash, kept us on tabs i remember always kind of living in fear with my mom because she would always be like you know i have eyes everywhere like my mom is a very very social person she knows a lot of people a lot of people know her so 
hearing that growing up it was always like in public I was trying to be on my best behavior and then when I started driving and being able to like have a little bit more freedom I always made sure like I was in the right place at the right time not seen doing things that may be interpreted in a different light so in many ways I feel like from my most social years like I feel like middle school through high school when you start being able to have a little bit more freedoms just because of your age and then you know obviously like in high school when you're able to drive you you, that's like a different aspect added towards um like that whole freedom realm but I really felt like during those years I never really got to experience like being a kid mostly because like I feel like that age people are having sleepovers or like people are having birthday parties and then as we get older it's like people hang out 24 7 and that whole like clickiness happens between people and I never really experienced that because um like a lot of things that my peers were able to do I was never allowed to do like I was never allowed to have sleepovers like I know I've previously mentioned that like I've always 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 even now have just wanted to have like a sleepover with a with a girlfriend like I feel like that'd be such a cool experience but it's something that I have never been allowed to do even to this day so I just feel like I've always experienced FOMO just because there's always just been some underlying restrictions Um, not necessarily because I didn't want to do something but more necessarily because I wasn't allowed to so that's what just kind of contributed to me always feeling like I was missing out and you know it can be hard because I feel like I've had a very extensive past on just kind of always feeling like I was never a part of anything or feeling like I never fit in so I think that my struggles with FOMO hit really hard Um, just like any other issues it definitely comes in waves but I feel like it's so hard to not start picking at yourself Um, I'm definitely my biggest hater I know I've definitely said that here previously before Um, whenever there's some sort of conflict or issue between a friend or a relative rather than looking um, from like both sides to see kind of where the issue began I just automatically look within I'm always blaming myself like I'm uh, yeah so (laughs) so I feel like that's where a lot of my my anxieties and fears come around um, when it when I talk about fear of missing out Um, because even now, you know, I'm 19, almost 20 years old, but there's still, like, a lot of things that I'm not allowed to do, and I think growing up, it used to bug me a lot, because when you're growing up during those prime, like, early teen, like, preteen and then teenage years, you really just want to fit in, and you want people to like you, so when you're not able to do what everybody else around you is doing, it really does take a toll on you, because again, you feel like you're missing out on something, and I know I've definitely talked about on this podcast how I just felt like I, I missed out on my high school years, and a lot of that was just due to personal experiences and just personal issues that I had going on, so I can't really chalk it all up to <laughs> um, being left out when in reality it was also like I just didn't engage as much as I probably should have. But anyway, I think my biggest realization when it came to me dealing with FOMO as I got older is that you're like legitimately not missing out on anything. 
I used to take it so personally when I would see like people that I used to be friends with like all hanging out like if there was like a group of friends I used to be a part of and they were all hanging out and I was the one person that wasn't invited I used to take it so personally like I would spend the night crying I would again you know start to hate myself say that like I must have said something I must have done something to make them think I was weird you know I just always took that shit kind of really personally but then I realized like why would I want to surround myself around people who didn't even have like this the decency to invite me the biggest thing is like I've I've kind of adjusted my mindset right now to being like what I receive is what I return like if you're not gonna give me the time of day if you're gonna make me feel like a shitty person if you're gonna make me feel like I'm being replaced like okay bye like I'm gonna just give back what you're like I I, again I think this kind of ties in with my like protecting my peace I'm just so so right now in a place where I just don't really care anymore like I almost like hate that when I was younger I used to care so much Um, I'm kind of glad that now I've come to a point where I just really don't give a fuck Um, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing like obviously like when it when things are absolutely important and necessary like obviously I care but there's just some things where I've just realized like there's no point in wasting my energy in anymore and I think that kind of helped me with getting over FOMO because I definitely don't care as much. Like now when I see people out and about like at a party or drinking or even just like hanging out watching movies at someone's house, like I just don't, it doesn't hit me the same way it used to when I was younger. Like now I'm just happy I'm not there. Like I know I mentioned um, how HINT is like this acronym now that uh, stands for happy I'm not there and it's the reversal of FOMO and I think it's honestly one of the greatest things because like I just don't care what I'm missing out on anymore because half the time when I would get really down about things that I wasn't a part of I would have to like stop myself and ask like would I have even enjoyed being there and I think this all just kind of ties into with like boundaries and and a whole other factors but it it just really was like I don't I didn't right now I don't currently feel the need to put myself in situations where my social battery is just going to be drained and then I'm just going to be left depressed because um, I feel like I go through cycles where I can be very social and then being social leads to my social battery just being like completely dead that I don't want to do anything and then it just leads to me like distancing myself because I just kind of need time to relax and recharge like I feel like that's the cycles of Ashley Escobar's life like that's just kind of how my life goes but you know I don't have an issue with it I like my life I like the way that I kind of operate through it and I think I've also gained a greater appreciation for being alone I know that may come off as sounding really bad because people are like what no like you don't want to be alone but there's such a major difference between being alone and being lonely right now I I just really really enjoy my own comfort and my own time by myself because I feel like um I feel like the meme where like I'm almost like an octopus 
and I feel like I'm always being pulled. Someone's always pulling me one way or to go do something for them in another direction. And it feels like I'm always giving myself out to others that I never really give myself the time to just stop and just be with myself. Just to like relax, do my own thing, do things that I enjoy. So the reversal of FOMO hint has really helped me adjust my mindset because not only is it kind of just like pulling me out of those intrusive thoughts, pulling me out of that dark place, um, like that part of me that wants to start hating myself or wants to start creating scenarios in my mind, but it also has made me realize, you know, there's no reason in being upset over things that truthfully I probably would have never wanted to be a part of in the beginning. Um, it also just has helped me kind of keep my circle small. I know when I was younger, I used to feel like in order to have a happy life, I needed to have so many people surrounding me, which is far from the truth nowadays. I feel like I'm way more happier just having my small circle, my small people that I know that I can trust and turn to for everything. And yeah. I know this episode is just kind of like all over the place. To be honest, I am just kind of socially drained. I know um, I mentioned my family from Kentucky has been visiting, so it's just been like a crazy week. I'm actually recording this a few hours before I'm supposed to post it. I started recording the like first half earlier in the week to be um, like productive and not wait last minute, but you know, life always just happens to do its thing and (laughs) I always end up having to record the morning of, but it's okay because I honestly feel like it's more raw and more authentic when I'm able to just kind of sit here, um, and not really prepare. Like I, (laughs) I know that may be crazy to hear because I feel like, um, like if you've been listening to my podcast from the beginning, I, I think you kind of have a sense of like the type of person I am and I feel like I've come off as being like this super organized, like super picky, everything needs to be perfect t- type of person. So uh, I guess like also being able to like sit down the morning of the podcast is supposed to be released and like record. It's just like very free flowing for me to just kind of like not have that preparation to really just speak from the heart and speak from my experiences and offer whatever insight I may be able to. Um, So yeah, I do have like the next, I want to say three to four weeks planned out in terms of topics. Um, My birthday's coming up and there's actually a podcast I've been really excited to release for that. So that's been in the works. But other than that, um, you know, July is coming to an end really, really fast, sadly. August is right around the corner, and then before we know it, I'll be thrown back into the cycle of school and stress. So, I hope everybody has a great week, and I will see you soon. Bye!